Welcome back, gentlemen, to another episode of Show Thyself Approved. And if you're here, you are a unique type of man. I'm not saying that to inflate your ego, but only to say that many will be falling off from this podcast as we go along. Some of you are going to listen to this one time and put it out of your mind. You're not going to apply the teachings, the counsel, the advice from my own personal experience. And in some cases from my expertise, you're just going to go through life continuing to allow life to have its way with you instead of you taking charge, taking control, showing yourself approved by showing up. Anyways, before we get into the episode today and what I want to talk to you about when reality strikes, that is the title of our uh, conversation today, I promise that I would by now make a means for you to reach out and leave some comments, leave me some feedback, maybe some constructive criticism, go over to menapprovedtoday at gmail.com. That is menapprovedtoday at gmail.com and go ahead and give me some feedback. I'm going to try to get through all the comments and the emails and I will respond to them here on the podcast at later episodes. Maybe there's a specific topic, something you might want me to address, give my, again, opinion on. Uh, I am believing that what I am sharing with you is not anything new. It's not something you haven't heard before. Uh, but any teacher that's worth their salt, they understand that it is necessary that we repeat things. Repetition is the way that we learn. That's why you spend 12 years of your life and then some in the system of education. And uh, I wish I had positive things to say about the system of education in the times that we live in today. But generally speaking, you invest a large portion of your life from your childhood all the way up to and into your adult years, uh, learning, becoming educated, preparing yourself, equipping yourself so that you can enter into whatever field or practice it may be that you're pursuing. We're not going to talk about that today, though. We're going to talk about when reality strikes and there is nothing, let me tell you, there is nothing more definitive, more jarring, more potent than when reality strikes. I don't care how you feel about reality, what you think reality is. I'm talking to the men in the room. You know what reality is. And when reality strikes, it is abrupt. It is it is shockingly sobering. You know, when we choose to live out a, a series of lies, and I would dare even say we nurture these lies so as not to, to face reality, you know what we're doing. We're just hiding. We're cowering in fear. We're looking for comfort instead of actual growth, instead of 
facing the challenge head on, we find ourselves just looking to make our life fluffier, more convenient, more passive. And we don't want conflict in our lives because, you know, we just want to get along to go along. You know, there's there's this saying or this slogan or this phrase that says, uh, you do you. I don't know how I'm feeling about that right about now. You do you. This whole individual mindset. And there's nothing wrong with you wanting to stand out and stand apart from the pack that you're running with. But it's not to to pound your fist upon your chest and and, and portray yourself as being better. No, it's also to cause those that you're associating with to rise to the occasion and to help them to lead them as men to guide them i say it here over and over and over again and if you guys are tired of hearing it well i'm gonna say it again you are leaders we are leaders that's never changed that's not going to change we are the ones that are called to the front line and so you know and in this time and age, there's this great pride, and they're not going to tell you that that's what it is, but there's this great pride in tearing down others who don't, who don't think like you and I do, who don't express themselves the way that you and I do, the, the ones that have conviction, the ones who stand strong, stand firm, stand stout on principles, on moralities, on the things that we know to be true. You see, there's this, this pride in tearing down men like you and me, or at least an attempt to tear us down because that's why you're listening, because you won't be moved, because you said, nah, that ain't happening, not in my house, not on my watch, not in my community, and so we need to understand that there is this, this bent and this opposition on tearing us down for the purpose of building themselves up. They want to tear us down. They want to redefine who we are. They don't want to use the word man in the sense of masculinity, in the sense of biological man, testosterone filled man. They don't want to use those terms. They want to say, well, man is, is relevant. If you want to be a man, and if you are or you happen to be a man, then, then you know, we need to pacify you. We need to, to get you off of this toxic masculinity thing and this, this, this patriarchal uh, uh, thought of yours. And let's just, let's just cause you to be passe. Let's tone you down. Let's give you a trophy for showing up. You know, no more competition. Everyone's a winner. <laughs> I'm not even going to go into that. That's another podcast, guys, for another day. But there is this, this, this vehement mission, this underlying mission. I would say, you know, it, it started off as this covert mission, but now it's right in the open. It's in our face. I need to say this, and this is probably a little bit off topic, but... I just heard not too long ago from the time of this recording that now our current administration and those who are in office right now, 
the majority of them and, and that party, and it's not going to take a rocket scientist to know what party I am referring to, but those who are in office right now and that particular party have just approved that the gay pride flag be flown at all the embassies of the United States, wherever they may be found, on the same pole as the American flag. I don't know if that doesn't, if that doesn't do something to you guys, if that doesn't get your, your blood and your juices flowing, it's not enough with wanting to be recognized. It's not enough with with wanting to be included. Hey, we live in the land of the free and the home of the brave. Let me tell you that. But the reality is right now that there are particular individuals, movements, and groups who are being supported by officials and people in office right now making a push to take over 100% in all sense of the word. It's a reality. Wake up, man. Wake up because it's happening. And it's, it's not time to be passe about things. We have to stand firm. And so these individuals are looking to, to build themselves up as they tear other people down, other organizations down, other uh, religious bodies and anything and everything that stands for what they stand for. Get this, in the name of equality and inclusivity. How ironic that the definition of inclusivity to them is defined, and they won't tell you this, but inclusivity to them is, hey, if you agree with me and you embrace me and everything that I stand for, you're good to go. You're celebrated. But if you don't, if you don't go along with me, if you don't agree with me, then we need to cancel you. That's not inclusivity. That's not equality. That's not the America that I live in. That's not freedom. That's you trying to impose your will upon another individual. The very thing that you say that you're fighting against, this oppression this toxicity, whatever you want to call it. But let me tell you something. There's something called reality. And when reality strikes, it goes right to the heart of the matter. You see, I just want to share a, a personal experience as I always try to do so here. But just recently, guys, I was, um, I was dealing with a, with a little girl, an 11 year old, um, and, and, her behaviors were escalating. Uh, I work in the social services field. I'm not going to give her name, obviously, to protect her, to protect myself. But she was in our care. And this little girl, 11 years of age, you know, when she, when she first came to us, she was this sweet little girl that was, was courteous and, and respectful but let me tell you, that didn't last for too long. The honeymoon was quickly over. <laughs> and to be funny here, it was like the full moon came out 
And she she transformed into a werewolf. I mean, she started talking back. She started challenging authority. She started bullying or trying to bully the other kids in, in the house with just her aggression and her verbalization and her body posture. And, and I mean, she just got real ugly. She was threatening the other kids. She was screaming at the top of her lungs like some sort of deranged lunatic. She was demanding things, not respecting people's personal space on and on and on. Just a terror not stopping, just continuously going, continuously pushing the envelope, continuously challenging. It reminds me of some people uh, I got to deal with, some grown adults who should know better that if they redirected those energies in a positive way and focus on themselves and focus on their households and focus on the things that pertain to them as individuals, they wouldn't be so screwed up and messed up. They wouldn't have their kids all over the place. Because really, as I've said here before, men, you and I are leaders. There's people, especially our home and it starts there. They're looking at us. And if you ain't being a man that is worthy of being imitated, then you ain't doing your job. You are not a man. You pretend to be a man. You're, you're just a, a male. You know, you would just happen to be born a male with the, with the anatomy of a male. You're not a man. You're not a father. You're not a leader. You're not an example. If you're not manning up and leading and guiding your family. Anyways, not, not, not to be passe about that. I don't say anyways. It's just I have to pump the brakes on myself because there's so much to say about. There's so much about the reality that we live in today and we are sleeping. We're hitting the snooze button continuously. And reality, let me tell you, has a way of surprising people. And we're going to get into that here by the end here. But, but this behavior was progressively, excuse me, progressively going on through the entire week and weeks that she's been with us. Her, her in, in air quotes, because you guys ain't seeing this, her issues seem to be unmanageable and I was left with no choice but to call 911 when this little 11-year-old brat attempted to attack one of my other girls. That wasn't happening. That was not happening. That was the breaking point. I mean, we tried to de-escalate, talk to her, tried to tell her, hey, chill out, relax, what's going on, go to sleep. I mean, at this point, it was just time for her to be in bed. She refused everything and when she tried to make a move on one of my girls that was it that was the breaking point 911 then the reality that we're talking about now that's when reality dawned on this 11 year old little girl you see when when she realized that I was speaking to law enforcement she transformed Back to a, a child and began to, to beg, literally beg on her hands and knees for forgiveness. 
She was she was promising compliance. All of a sudden, she was listening. All of a sudden, she came to her senses, and and these behavioral quote unquote issues just disappeared. Wow, it's a miracle, a healing touch. Hallelujah. Wow, reality hit her like a ton of bricks. You've probably been there. I've been there. When you've been lying to yourself, when you've been selling yourself short, your family short, when you've been living a lie, reality is going to catch up with you and it's going to hit you between the eyes and there's no escape. I don't care who you are, what you're doing, where you live, how much money you make. It doesn't matter. Reality comes around full circle. And I'm going to tell you, her perceived reality of basically being a menace to everyone and getting her way, being manipulative. You know, she she learned from someone from her parents or lack thereof, she learned how to get her way by hollering and screaming and being a bully. That, that's how some men live their lives. It's disgusting that you, a grown-ass man, are whining. You're pouting because you're not getting your way because you're not being acknowledged Because no one affirms you. Oh, come here. Let me give you a hug. Get out of my face. I completely became stoic at that moment. Because reality I saw dawned upon this child. And her perceived reality came crashing down in an instant. You see, true, objective reality Hit her right between the eyes. She couldn't get away from it. And I'm just going to give you just my take. And a couple of points here. You guys know by now that I give you three, sometimes four points. It could be more. It could be less. We can talk about this for a good long time. Because let me tell you something. (laughs) People are living in la-la land. Not all of us, but we men could be tempted to live in la-la land. Just go along to go along. If we're not plugged in, if we're not tuned in, in all sense of the word, and I've mentioned here, again, not original to me, areas of our lives where we need to be locked in and know what is going on on a daily basis because we'll get left behind this is this is a reality in the times that we live in there should be a sense of urgency in your life and if there isn't why not you don't have anything to to strive for you don't have anything to live for you don't have anything to achieve you don't have anything to protect come on now it's time to take inventory it's time to look around it's time to stop making excuses reality is upon us stop living a lie 
Stop making excuses. Stop pointing the finger. Look in the mirror, man. Let me give you these points that I wrote down to help you out. I'm trying to practice these in my life continuously. Not just trying, applying them consciously. Giving effort to this on a daily basis. Again, on a daily basis. Number one, reality is based on facts, not fiction. Let me say that again in case that just went over your head. Reality is based on facts, not fiction. You and I need to breathe oxygen. That's a fact. That's reality. If you don't pay your bills and I don't pay my bills because we don't go out there and get some work done and are paid for for our labor, we're going to be living in the streets. We're going to be sitting in the dark because we can't get our utilities paid. I mean, all these examples are that I'm using are so common sense. They're they're, they're really stupid, really, if you think about it, because everybody knows this. I think there's a text in the Bible that says, if you don't work, and it really means if you have the ability to work and you refuse to work, then you shouldn't eat. <laughs> That's what the text actually says. It says, he who does not work should not eat. But we're not talking about the person that that can't provide for themselves, that doesn't have the ability. We're talking about the individuals who are able bodied. And let me say this to the shame of all those who are able bodied in all sense of the word. You don't have not one disability, not one handicap. You have all the advantage and blessings, quite honestly, of 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 being healthy of having all your capacities in place, and yet you're still lounging. You've fallen into this conformity. You're saying, ah, why should I go to work if the government is sending me checks? I mean, yeah, think about it. I just I just recently heard, and I'm not going to mention the franchise, but a well-known hamburger establishment was actually paying people i don't know if it was 25 dollars 50 dollars if it was actual money or like a gift certificate or a voucher to eat at their establishment but paying people to come interview for positions what in the world <laughs> I, I i don't I've never, ever would have imagined in a million years that that would be the world that I would be living in. Where people are being paid because nobody wants to work. Again, there's no incentive to work. We're cashing in. The government is, quote unquote, taking care of us. Yeah, we're going to see what happens here as time goes on. Government don't produce nothing. Government doesn't give anything away. I've said it before. I'll say it again. They they rob Peter to give to Paul. Think about that. 
People don't want to work. Reality is based on facts, not fiction. I don't care how you feel about that, how you want to turn that on its head. There are things that you can't deny. This little girl, (laughs) as soon as she saw that 911 was coming, that's it. Everything else disappeared. You can call it trauma. I know about trauma, okay? We're all traumatized. Let me just clue you in on that. We've all experienced trauma to one degree or another. I'm not a clinician and I'm not downplaying trauma. But we all experience trauma to one degree or another. We got to deal with it. It's called life. Conflict rises in your life and conflict causes us to grow. So you see. When this was happening to this young little girl, she sobered up. Her reality all of a sudden came into focus and she said, "Uh uh-oh, they're going to take me away. And if they take me away, I'm not coming back here. And if I'm not coming back here, I don't know where. I I mean, all these thoughts, I'm sure, flashed through her mind. And all she can do was beg and plead at that point. She was powerless. You see, that's that's the thing about reality that is based on facts and not fiction. When the truth hits you square in the face, you understand, hey, you had all the opportunity to do something. And now it's out of your hands because you was living in la la land. You was sleeping through it all. And then when it's time to pay the price and it's outside of your control, what are you going to do? You're going to whimper like a little girl. That's what you're going to do. You're going to cry. You're going to lament. And maybe what happens to you is not a life-altering thing. Maybe it happens. You suffer the quote-unquote consequence. And then what are you going to do? You're going to be passe again and fall back into your old habits and your old ways and return to to fantasy island? Or you're going to wake up? Number two, reality is objective not subjective you know i'm gonna be i'm gonna be crystal clear on this and try to make this one as simple as possible because it piggybacks on the first one reality is is based on facts it's objective truth it's real it's not fiction it's not subjective we live in a time where What's been pushed to the forefront, men, is our feelings, our emotions. It's not it's not based on principles. It's not based on morals. It's not based on ethics. It's not based on common sense. We've thrown that out the window. It is all about how do you feel? How does this make you feel? feel what do you what do you think about this how should we think about this is this is this right to you or or here here goes here goes one this is my truth i've heard christian professing people say that people that say that they're christians and to me a christian is a person who adheres to the bible from the book of genesis to apocalypse all the way through and in between. 
And yet they say, this is my truth. This is my experience. Listen, you know, the thing about subjectivity and feelings is that I can't argue. I can't have even a sensible communication and conversation with you because it's completely subjective. It's how you feel and what you think and your truth. Who can argue against that? It's like having your feet planted firmly in midair. There's no such thing. There's no foundation. I feel one way about something today and this afternoon I feel another way and and the next moment I feel this way. I don't know if I've said it, but, you know, I don't care. Honestly, men, <laughs> we need to we need to think long and hard about this. and We need to choose our battles, but I don't care if someone wants to come out on some social platform and and announce to the world that they are no longer a human being. They've rejected their, their natural, biological, anatomical birth. And now they want to be a unicorn. I don't care. You have the freedom to be a unicorn if you want. You don't need my permission, of course, but... What I'm getting at here is if you're going to be a unicorn, don't expect me to be a unicorn. Don't expect me to call you a unicorn. Don't expect me to treat you like a unicorn because you're not. You're not. Okay? That's all I'm going to say to that. Again, be whatever you want to be. Prance around. Be all up in your feelings. Live in la-la land. But I'm talking to men who are dealing with reality as being based on facts, as reality being based on objective truth that are universal. I'm not speaking here about some sort of religion or cult following, none of those things. I'm speaking about universal truths that have been and will continue to be until the end of time. What nonsense is this that we're redefining things that have been so and continue to be so, but because we say they're not so right now and we pass some sort of some sort of bill or or some sort of law, now we have to accept because you're trying to ram it down my throat nope not me not this guy i refuse that's not inclusivity that's not equality that's totalitarianism i said just mess up that word it's like you want to be in uh, uh, in complete control an anarchist not here not in my country You're not going to stomp out my liberties, not my freedom. I think the word is totalitarian. (laughs) That's the word. I got it right. Anyways, we move on. Reality is sobering. Reality is sobering. I mean, when I was thinking about what I was going to speak about today and this um, recent experience that I was sharing with you, I remember growing up and and I've shared it here before. And if I haven't, what I'm going to say, my father was, was an alcoholic. From very young. That's what he learned. That was That's what was modeled to him. That was what was allowed in his life. I think from the age of 12. That's sad. 
But he chose that path as well at the age of 12. It was just affirmed and reaffirmed by his parents. That's just the truth, guys. I'm not pulling any punches here. Reality is sobering. And my dad would act a straight fool sometimes with my mom. Until my mom called the cops on him. And all of a sudden, this man who was drunk and belligerent and had no control over his faculties and everything. As soon as law enforcement knocked on the door, the apartment door. Oh, wow. He, he sobered up. It was a faster remedy than being three months in, in AA meetings. <laughs> I mean, reality has a way of sobering you up. When he knew that they were going to take his ass to jail, it was yes, sir. Yeah, no, sir. Everything's fine, sir. No, we're good. Everything is fine. I, I'm okay. I had a couple of drinks, but I'm okay. No, we're not arguing. No, everything is just fine. Yeah compliance right <laughs> when you're when you're threatened a certain way when you're acting a straight fool when reality comes yo you sober up real quick reality has a way of magnifying things it has a way of hyper focusing us you can't get away from reality people you cannot i cannot men we cannot get away we need to sober up we need to look at reality for what it is. And let me tell you, stop being apologetic. Stop making excuses. Stop, stop trying to be correct because you don't want to offend. What happened to men who would speak their mind in an educated way, in a respectful way, but full of conviction and authority? We stopped. Why? Because people's feelings are getting hurt? Are you serious? What's going to happen? God forbid if some other nation decides to invade us. It's happened in history before. And then you hear this whole thing about, oh, don't poke a sleeping bear, this and that. Let me tell you something. We don't need to be no sleeping bear or sleeping giant as the United States is referred to. I love my country. I really do. But we need to be awake. Wide awake. Our eyes open. Vigently. Seeking. Watching. Hearing. Attentive. To what's going on. Reality is sobering. But if you're not living in reality. You're going to get caught off guard. And they're going to take everything from us refuse push back not in a violent manner not being belligerent but get together be strong stand for something and finally guys what i have to share with you here reality defines rules boundaries and consequences if there was no such thing as reality, if reality was, was fictional, subjective, all about feelings, this is your reality, this is my reality, this is your truth, this is my truth, without reality, there'd be no rules, no boundaries, no consequences. Everybody would just go about and do whatever they wanted to do, whenever they wanted to do it with and whoever they want to do it with whatever there'd be no holds barred 
Some people fill their mouths up without thinking. They fill their mouths up with words and they say, you know, just let, let everybody do whatever they want to do. There is no morality. There is no right and wrong. But I'll tell you what, in my experience, you know, when, when someone has challenged me as a man of God, I'm a man of conviction, I'm a Christian man, and I adhere as best as I can to the word of God, I believe the Bible is the authoritative word of God. When, when people try to tell me, oh, so the Bible says, this is coming from people who don't believe a lick of it. But they want to use it to their advantage. No different than the Pharisees during the time of Christ, the religious folk. They say, hey, <laughs> you know, the Bible says that if someone smacks you upside your head on your right cheek, you're supposed to turn the other cheek. You know what my response to that is? I tell them you're absolutely right. But are you willing to turn the cheek? Because that's as applicable to you as it is to me. And I'll tell you what, let's put it into practice. I'm going to get the first licks. All of a sudden, <laughs> they don't want to test that out no more. They, they don't want to, to apply that no more because they see that the reality of that is that it goes both ways. And that's not convenient. See, reality is not convenient to people, to a large majority of people. But we as men... We need to understand that reality is based on facts. Reality is objective. Reality is sobering. It will magnify and hyper-focus us on the truth and what we need to do as men to push on, to push forth, to stand our ground. And reality is what gives us the, the structure of rules and boundaries and laws and yes, consequences, good and bad. Men, I appreciate you tuning in. Again, go over to menapprovedtoday at gmail.com. Again, that is menapprovedtoday at gmail.com. And remember, as always, be ready, willing, and able to show thyself approved. God bless you.